Hi. It's me, Bam. And it's me, Ava. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to Nostalgic. Sorry, I oh think I was God. behind. <laughs> I'm in the I'm in the past. Ab is in the future. Yeah. I thought that you were doing a prank. Me too. Oh, you thought I was just holding it? Yeah. Refusing to clap. Boy. I was being a naughty boy. You're like, boy. I'm going to clap on seven. You want me to clap? You're going to have to wait until seven, honey. <laughs> seven p.m. <laughs> oh Can I God. tell you guys what I'm going to do tonight? Uh, yes, I'm excited. Yes. I'm going to order a baton rouge. <gasps> Baton Rouge. Baton Rouge. Is that like the um? So this is how this is how I think of Baton Rouge is at mm-hmm. the bottom you have Montana's mm-hmm. and the middle you have the mm-hmm. keg mm-hmm. and then at the top you have Baton Rouge. Oh, you know I'd even go so far as to say in the middle you have Moxies. Oh yes, Moxies. I forgot about but Baton Rouge. So Abba, you are really having a night of fanciness. Honey, I'm indulging. I'm doing some hidden as <laughs> Yeah. I'm just like... What are you going to order? The same thing I always get, ribs. <laughs> um, uh, I was going to say the, the ribs. I only yeah. ever get ribs at a place like that because they're yeah. just so good. You know what I hate? You know what I hate? When I go out to eat what? and like my brother or something will get pasta. I'm like, we can make this at home. You know how expensive it is that to is buy. My rule of Thank you, you. I my mom. You know, I learned it from my mom because she's so like frugal. When we go to Mandarin, and if I get like rice or anything, she'd be, she'd get mad at me. She'd be like, "I make this at home all the time. You came here to eat rice. If you like, you came here to eat noodles. She'd be like, go get crabs now.' <laughs> yeah." My mom is the exact oh same God. way. She's like, oh, I'm sorry. Can you not make a ham sandwich? Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. Like, she's like, why no. are you eating sandwiches at these restaurants? <laughs> Literally, when people, you know, it's the most, like, crazy thing in the world to me. What? When people order pasta at, like, a pub or, mm-hmm. like, at, like, a bar mm-hmm. where it's, like, the food is normally, like, wings, chicken fingers and stuff. And they mm-hmm. order, like, a fettuccine. Yeah. It's, like... Unless I'm at like an Italian restaurant where they're like, we make pasta. Mm-hmm. They're like, I'll get the pasta. And it's from scratch. Mm-hmm. And from scratch. Like the noodles, they taste so fresh and they're all dente and like it's in like some fanciness. Then mm-hmm. I'll I'll get the I'll get the pasta. Thank but you. O- only then. There's only this then. there's this really nice Italian restaurant that I'm sorry, I'm eating a, a Caesar salad. <laughs> that me and Ayusha Brown always go to whenever I'm here. And I'm I usually I'm like why am I getting Italian food? I know how to make Italian food just like my mama used to make. But but when we go to this place, like they make the best seafood, like the best like Italian like seafood dishes. I can't make oh, these at home. No. And it's not even that expensive. Like it's seventeen dollars for a plate of like real genuine Italian food. So. Oh my god! And it must be mm-hmm. such good seafood because you're by the sea. Mm-hmm. 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 Great seafood. Oh my god. You know what always my problem is I always confuse ravioli and tortellini. Mm. And when you go to Italian restaurants, when you make that confusion, mm. you get you get three to four pillows. Exactly. 
of ravioli, <gasps> yeah. three to yeah. four, oh. and it's in yeah. like the biggest mm-hmm. plate. You know the plate that's <gasps> then like a bowl. Yeah. Stop. Yeah. 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 Stop. I literally know. Tortellini, mm-hmm. tortellini you order, you literally, you're on the farm, they give you a trough of tortellini, <laughs> like you're a little, <laughs> a little Italian piggy. <laughs> a little Italian piggy. I, you know what I love? <laughs> gnocchi. Oh, wait. Fuck, yeah. Gnocchi. Yeah. It is gnocchi I or love... gnocchi? Gnocchi. Yeah. I, I accept both. It's delicious either way. It's so Gnocchi. good. Or you could say it by the phonetic spelling. Gnocchi. I love gnocchi. And I hate when people are like, well, you know, it's just like potato. It's like, I'm like, okay. yeah. Like, I okay. don't care. It's delicious. Yes, good. Because I feel like pasta snobs are like, meh. You know what yeah. I mean? And Aiden, I love what you're saying about ravioli because, like, I grew up, like, if you have, like, raviolis at home, you have, like, a lot of raviolis. Yeah. But I remember the first time ordering raviolis at a restaurant and, like, when you got, like, only four. Yeah. And you get, you know what? They try to make up for it because they, like, put, like, a little greeny sauce on it and then maybe, like, a dash of, like, one drop of, like, squid ink. And you're like, Mm -hmm. okay, Mm -hmm. so I guess Mm -hmm. this is more indulgent than it is. But at the end of the day, you're really just getting four raviolis. Yes. Yes. And that is not what I came here to do. No. You know what, though? The older I get, the more I appreciate plating and, like, I've, I'm going to keep talking about how the fact you guys are going to get so annoyed. No, no, no. no. I don't care. Um, so when, whenever I'm here, we go to this place in Halifax. I don't know what area it's in. We call it the Jordan side of town. <laughs> we call it, oh we call it the Jordan side of town because Jordan Foisy, like, he's been here for a while now. <laughs> And so he he he's found the Ossington like strip mm, mm. of Halifax where there are a lot of nice, cute, like hip, young restaurants. Mm. And th- these restaurants always have such great dishes in the tiniest like plating, the tiniest servings. And oh, like, no. yeah, you're not gonna get full, but it tastes <laughs> so good. Oh my god, I almost sounded like him. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> but it tastes so good. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good Jordan impression. That does sound Oh like my that. god. Aisha always likes to <laughs> do an impression of him singing. <laughs> do it, do it. You oh must. He, one, he talked about how he likes Christina Milian, and Aisha was like, <laughs> dip it low, bring it up slow. <laughs> Roll it on. Pop to pop to pop that thing. Oh, oh my god. That is god. really funny. Oh my um, god. <laughs> you know who else is really funny? <gasps> I know who's really funny. Abba, these trans... I don't want to break the fourth wall and call it the transition, <laughs> but oh my god. Abba was also just... That segue. Abba was really vibing just <laughs> Dude, I love seeing people dance on a Zoom. It just so really dumb. brings joy to my heart. I was so... This guest, truly, like, an iconic person. Yes. yes. Iconic I- comedy legend legend one of the first people i made friends with when i first started doing comedy like actually yeah oh my god it's been you can't see a uh, listener but we're doing um hand hearts to each we're other doing uh, because truly monica is one of the first people i met while doing comedy and immediately was like bored like oh, i love this person so fucking funny so hilarious because she was truly. performing all over the city also um really one of the most popular comedians in toronto and she's also involved and you guessed it theater 
Um, oh my God. You, yeah, you sh be sure to check out um, her work on alunatheater.ca. Um, she has a podcast on this website that you can listen to. Um, she's the co-host of it along with um, Camila Diaz Varela. And, I, and we're probably gonna get into what they talk about on this podcast once we introduce yes. this person. And hopefully <laughs> we're gonna be on this podcast too, but they've also done other stuff. Take it away, Ben. Oh wait, I didn't even say the name of the podcast. <laughs> the name of the podcast. It's the Radio it, Wait, that's Cunning Linguist. And it, wait, isn't it Radio Aluna Theater? No. Is the yes. podcast. It's exactly. the podcast. Yes, Radio yes. Aluna Theater is the See. podcast. Listen to that on Aluna See. Theater. Radio okay. Aluna Teatro in English and Spanish. So if you're mm -hmm. a Spanish listener, speaker, oh my God, check that out. That's so amazing. Mm -hmm. um, oh my God. Also, we're just finding out that Radio Aluna Teatro will be featured in the 2021 Hot Doc Podcast Festival, which is huge. Amazing. The Hot Doc Documentary Festival is the biggest documentary film festival mm -hmm. in the world. I mm -hmm. just am finding out by this message that they're moving to an audio programming this year. Oh my, oh my god. god. Oh, okay, well, I guess we'll have to talk. That is so incredible. Amazing. So it's part of the opening act program, sponsored by the Walrus Lab. So it'll be like two-minute excerpts of original Canadian shows that oh. are featuring a selection of virtual events. So Amazing. check that out Um, in what month again? In somewhere in 2021? Uh, the this is called Dogs Podcast Festival, and it's uh, at the end. It's the 27, 28, 29 of, J of January. January. Oh, oh beautiful. Oh, my God. That's so exciting. Oh, I love, oh love, 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 so love. So check out, like, everything, like, mm -hmm. Radio Luna is doing. Yeah, and don't forget to check out The Cunning Linguist, which is available in English and Spanish. It is, <laughs> it is a radio, or not radio, it's like an audio play, right? We're, we're like, changing. Okay, I love that, like radio and audio theater is coming back into the zeitgeist that was like really yeah. popular in the 20s and we're back there you know why because huh? we can't go and see because we're, we're in the 20s, 20s. Oh, we're oh in the 20s. My God. and we can't see live theater because like in the 20s there's a fucking pandemic oh my god wait was there a pandemic in the 20s girl probably spanish flu, uh, right? the spanish flu. oh my god and it all it's all coming back to us now oh my god amazing i'm so excited for this person please speaking of spanish flu yeah. hello <laughs> honey we're gonna get sick because a double dose of espanol <laughs> Our guest is shaking her head. She's she's mad. She's mad. She's, mad. she's gonna beat us up. Oh, no, we're please, we're not Spanish. Please um, give it up for Monica Garrido. I love when a lot of people pronounce my last name at the same time. Oh my god. Garrido. Do you ever get surprised when you hear like maybe like a gringo says your name and they like roll their R's and you're like, okay, because sometimes like a white person will throw that at me and or they'll be like, oh, so like your family's from Argentina. And I'll be like, how'd you huh? learn that? I'm like, where'd that come ben, from? I'm, I'm imagining them pronouncing your name with a Spanish accent. Ben Stosa. <laughs> right. right. Like the, the right isn't even the Spanish no. part of the right is so the whitest part oh my god but monica this has been a long time coming having you on the pod we love you so much yes let's um, move in together yay! okay yay! <laughs> well actually surprise we all live together in halifax now yeah Abba, so. i hear a knock on my door you guys are standing there <laughs> surprise we're all in your closet just like is it time is it time to come out and you're like no not yet my baby like, <laughs> the whole time we're recording 
We're all in diapers. This really escalated quickly. Yes. Yes. Oh my god. But welcome. I'm a kinky villain. (gasps) Kinky villain with a with a diaper fetish. Yeah, I agree. (laughs) Him him was the last kinky villain we had. (gasps) Powerpuff I wanted to be Powerpuff him for Girls. Halloween. Uh, next Halloween, you're doing it. You have to. You have to be him. You have to be him. Ooh. Okay, so Monica, did you ever watch the Powerpuff Girls? Sí. Yes. Las chicas superpoderosas. Sí. Monica, I'm so happy because los chicas superpoderosas, like, I thought that was the funniest translation as a kid, like, yeah. from English to Spanish, because, like, it's not a, like... It's, it's not direct a, translation. It's, no. but it, that's what that's how they do it in, in Spanish. Yeah. It's like, let's translate this into the most like le, like this is exactly what they are. <laughs> like most of the translations are like it's like uh Chucky, like what is it called? Child's play? Yes. Here? Yes. Yeah. In, yeah. in in Spanish is Chucky el Muñeco Diabolico. <laughs> it's like Chucky the Diabolical Dog. Yeah. So it's like one? this is exactly what it Different. is. Don't waste your time if you don't like evil yeah. dogs. Because Los Chicas Superpoderosas translates to like the superpower girls, essentially. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Well, Ben and I were talking about this the other day because someone on TikTok was like, um, it was like a trend to be like something in English, but sounds yeah. way better mm. in Spanish. Yeah. Shrek. And Shrek. And it was Shrek. Yes. But then my friend Eddie, who um, is also speaks Spanish, she was like, it's not a direct translation at all. Because I thought I was trying to recognize what the word for mm. Muffin Man mm-hmm. would be. And he's like, Pinpon is like a character, oh. like from a nursery rhyme that just looks like the gingerbread man. And he's talking about washing his okay. face. It kind of doesn't look like the gingerbread man. Okay. Because I don't know. No, we he's all like have made of our, cardboard, We right? all have our Pinpon. Mm. Pinpon, I think, is the oh. fence where you grew up. Like, I mm. have two versions of Pinpon. Okay. Mm. One that is regional from my hometown, yes. and one that is from the city. Okay. <laughs> Does the city one look like the gingerbread man? It's because the city one, he, I don't know, but maybe you don't know, it's Tatiana, which I Tatiana don't. is like, uh, her name is Tatiana la reina de los niños, Tatiana <gasps> the queen of the kids. Yeah. Oh. And she had her own ping pong, and her song was like, ping pong es un muñeco. <laughs> she was like, yeah. And it was like this beautiful man in the overalls, like, <laughs> like really like bringing it so you're oh like how pimpon is real hot yeah. like oh my wow, god and another one will be somebody with like a suit being like, <laughs> like so. oh my god i love, I that. love that i didn't grow up in oh. latin america so i didn't get any of these mm. but i wish i did like i just love uh i always thought it was so funny to see that <laughs> but monica um him was the guy, he was the villain who was all yes. red and he wore a skirt with the thigh high drag. leather boots and the lobster. Drag. High drag. Yeah. Didn't, como se llama, the drag queen from last season did it? I like oh, Crystal Method. Oh, yeah. Crystal yeah. She did. She really did. Yeah, she did. She did. She did. I didn't even get that at the time. I just thought she was like a Diablo. But no, she was him. Yeah, she was him. <gasps> Monica, ah. this is why we have experts on the pod. Yes. Yeah, I, I really like <laughs> the RuPaul show. The RuPaul show. <laughs> that, Ru- that man, he's nice. He's a nice man. That man. bringing us really nice things. I like RuPaul. Oh, yes. RuPaul, truly, at this point, more, because I feel like at, the, at a certain time, it was like Rue was becoming Oprah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like It was kind of like, yeah. okay, but no, Rue is Ellen. Rue Ru is Ellen, Ru right? Is Ellen. Do you agree, Monica? <laughs> 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 Who 
knows Monica could get cast on Drag Race Canada. We don't want to blow true. that. We don't want to blow true. that. That's true. We don't want to <laughs> blow that. You're right. You're right. You're right. Oh, I love. I'm. I'm also excited for who we're talking about today. I feel like. I feel like yes. we've had a lot of um, guests on where you know we've like for example with Daphne and like with Adonis like we've okay <gasps> a piece of is it her? is she there don't worry that's no. me in the closet <laughs> <laughs> what happened well, a, a big piece of ice just fell from the top of my window <gasps> because we're getting into a, like a really heated yes with somebody really condensed oh see. <laughs> So the shit is just melting oh, yeah, yeah. around me. No, I was, I was going to say that on the podcast, we've had like Daphne and Coco on to talk about black cultural things. And like, obviously, there's always been that relation between me and those guests. But it's nice that Ben has like more of like a cultural um, like influence to talk about this episode because I'm excited to learn. So oh, do you want to introduce who, oh my God, who yes, we're talking we about, Monica? Is I, I this is something that is really tricky because I think her name because it's also in a Spanglish thing is people would always be like Selena Quintanilla or uh, Selena Quintanilla. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah. So I'm gonna say Selena Quintanilla because yeah. that's my accent. Yeah. Aww. Yeah. <laughs> no, say yeah. I mean I I ashamedly will admit I I grew up saying Selena. Yeah. And that that <laughs> is my gringo upbringing. But probably that is I think that's something that is really for her is like mm-hmm. even though her first language is English she came from an immigrant family mm-hmm. that the language i think didn't pass on until the music if you see every like yeah. show they have done of her they make movies, such they a big a yeah they make such a big deal of like it was her dad who taught her mm-hmm. who taught her spanish and guitar and it's like okay yeah it's <laughs> also like her audience is i what i think what is beautiful about her is like if she went to a really more like English speaking, it would be like Selena. Mm-hmm. But if she went to like uh, somebody somewhere more like Spanish speaking, we'd be like, I Selena. Mm-hmm. Like, you know how you, like, as a person who I have an accent, I, it's like we were talking to somebody else earlier, I will just translate their name into how I understand. Celeste, see, si. mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Como Celeste. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's the thing, is like, I think that's the beautifulness of Selena Quintanilla or mm. Selena Quintanilla. Yeah. She's just an icon. Yeah. She's a queen. And she really, like, I feel like at the time, too, she was really, like, a way to, I mean, not that it was just, like, her doing it all on her own, but to bring together, like, Mexican culture and American culture and kind of, like, represent, Mm -hmm. like, first generation, like, Mexican people in North America, which, like, I mean, especially at the time she was becoming popular, like, representation for especially Mexican people in America was just, like, awful and terrible yeah, yeah so like it was like i don't know i guess it would have been kind of like cool to be like i don't know like a mexican kid in the states at the time and having selena be like oh yeah like my parents like moved here i live in america now i speak spanish and english like or i don't know if she probably spoke spanish at home maybe not just yeah just saying it mm-hmm. <laughs> i was like no, no. i i asked her yeah you asked her <laughs> <laughs> Monica oh sp- speaks to Selena from Beyond the Grave. Um, I used, I tried that <gasps> once when I was in high school. No, in high school. ¿Cómo se llama? When you, uh, elementary. Sí. Element, yeah. Elementary. elementary. That, that, that one before the other one, you know? Yeah. And <laughs> I went to an all-girl Catholic school, so our biggest thing, sometimes it was like, Ouija board. Oh my gosh. And oh my somebody God. brought, I think we didn't have a Ouija board, but we made one. And they was like, who do you want to contact? And we're like, 
Celine. So we were like, Perfect. and then one girl was like, she talked to me, and we're like, how the fuck does she talk to you? And she's like, my phone started ringing, like, bitty, bitty, bum, bum. <laughs> like, bitty, bitty, bum, bum, get out of here. And like, you're a liar. It's like, bum. no, girl, you just heard bitty, bitty, bum, bum playing on the radio or something. <laughs> and I used to pray to her every night. Like, I will pray every night. I still pray. I love, I love Jesus. I need to say it. No, okay, oh, yeah. Yes. I get it. I totally get it. Yeah. 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 But uh, I used, when I was, like, a kid, I would be like, and, and like, all my prayers, and then be like, and please say hi to my grandma, my grandfather, Aww. and Celine. <laughs> <Aww. laughs> so I was like, and say Celine that I love her. Okay, good night. Like, God is listening to all that. He's like, okay, mom and dad. Yeah. He's like, yeah. Selena. I would okay. be like, late at night when all the world. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Oh, so, so Selena sweet. was like a big part of your childhood, it seems, if you were trying to contact her yes. in elementary school. But also something that you were saying, which for me, I was like, you said many things that I was like, I want to say many things. Because oh yes. for me, it's like, when when if people are like Mexicans are here, we we don't know if we like them. I'm like, okay, well after colonialism and all that stuff, mm-hmm. and then uh, Santa Ana and and the lands is like Texas was part of Mexico, mm-hmm. and then they took it, yeah. and then you were surprised that it came with Mexicans. Literally, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's bonkers, and especially like especially you look at a state like um, like Texas, and sorry, that's how we're gonna say it today. <laughs> and but like, it's so much of Texas's identity or whatever is centered around Mexican culture. Mm-hmm. And because it was Mexican. Because it's mm-hmm. Mex- it's a part of Mexico. And literally, like, everything about it, the music, the landscape, literally the geography of where it is, it is Mexico. The food, the, com- the comida, all of it. But it's like, but they are the most racist racists ever. It's awful. It is. It, it, I think it's, I don't know, it's, polar, it's polarizing because for me, it's like my family, most of my family now lives in Texas. Mm. And and I when I used to go to Texas, I would speak mostly in Spanish, and everybody would speak in Spanish. And every family we know, like not only Mexicans, like my uh, cousin is married to a Colombian, who mm. all his family is there. Oh, wow. Like everybody yeah. was just like, Texas seems cool. Let's like yeah. let's grab it. <laughs> so it's this thing of like, e- even though people are can be mean, there's also the communities mm-hmm. get getting bigger. Yes. That you're yeah. like either you take it or yeah. Goodbye. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 Uh, so wait, and something else that you that you said that I like is I think it wasn't only her being like oh look at uh, Mexican uh, American representation, but also the Tejano music, which is also really close to cumbias, which I mm-hmm. I'm gonna talk about this because I love yeah. cumbias mostly cumbias norteñas because cumbias uh. is also derived from many other parts. Yeah, but it's mostly uh, run by men. So she was, oh. it, I don't know if you saw the new series, which you know, we'll talk about know. that. <laughs> yeah. But another woman was like, I keep winning. And I'm like, yeah, because there's three of you mm. and, yeah. and you're fighting. And it's something that happens in every, uh, in every artistic, like m- module is like, they pin us against each other because of the minorities we have. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. this is the thing that I, I was hoping Selena changed that I think she did in, in, in many other uh, cumbias, um, uh, como se como different streams. Mm-hmm. But it's the thing that you see everywhere. You see it here in, in the places we work that is like, it's not, it is not everybody, everybody's talents like, uh, quote unquote, against each other. It's like the the more the more hats you have those are the hats that you're going to compete with yeah wow so that was something that i think selena also brought more to being like 
women can do this and they're pretty good at it and they look really nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Very. Oh my God. Yay. No, true. Yeah. Oh my God. What do you said about like the more hats you have that you're competing with the people mm. with like mm. who have those? That's, uh, it really is just like a, a very like plain way to say like that is how like the industry, how any yeah. like creative industry views minorities. It's very yeah. ugly. Yeah, and yeah, if yeah. you're listening and you and you are a record executive, just know, today we say no, thank you. <laughs> I I may want to make an album. I know, me day. too. As ben, I was saying ben, that, I was ben like, says no, I say yes. Yeah. <laughs> <I say> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll sign anything. You do. I'll sign anything. Um, oh my god! But when what album or like what Selena? Like what was your introduction to Selena? I think I don't. I'm trying to think. Um, also, I think in the, the, the day she died, I think my whole family was like crying. Like oh we were like, God, yeah. should we go to Texas? Like oh, literally, oh, it was like yeah. this big deal for my family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I can't. I think the the song that I most remember is "Bitty Bitty Bum Bum." Mm. Of course. Uh, also, because it it was shot. The music video is in el uh, like the I think it's called like El Boulevard, the Boulevard. Of, okay of Corpus Christi where you can see like the ocean uh, and that's that's a place that I grew up going with my family uh, every summer wow. so I was like look I know that that's Aww. me uh, <laughs> and every party for us is like we will play Selena yeah. and dance and and you know if you dance cumbias or cumbia tejana I will say cumbias as a broad term mm. but I always get like I like the specific specificity of things because mm. when we get broad that's where things get complicated because mm-hmm. we're not the same yeah. and we're not uh, talking about the same things and they all have their own roots i'm sorry i'm, I'm actually quite like no no but it's no, true okay. especially like yeah. in, in latin yeah. america like it's so different per, for every country for every city mm-hmm. like any province in that country it's gonna be different but the way you dance cumbia is, is mostly always with a couple yeah so it's always an, an intimate dance like even though it's really like hoppy and 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 like woo it's like a really intimate dance of like i trust you i want to dance with you there's going to be touching and the touching is it it's quite consensual because it's a partnership uh-huh. so it's not like i'm in a club and i just go like hey, hey. <laughs> yeah. it's more of like want to dance um yeah. so it's really beautiful and uh <laughs> i think it was that i we used to do in my family i think called which is sad because everybody's everywhere in the world now, so we don't see each other. Yeah. And the pandemic is not helping. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, we used to do, um, se llama? a thing called uchepos. So okay. our uchepo celebration, uchepo means tamal de lotes or, um, se llama? Corn tamal. Oh, okay, yeah. So we will all come to my grandma's house who was besides my aunt, my great aunt's house too. And they share the same patio. And it will be like second cousins, third cousins, like everyone. And we will all do the tamales from scratch. Oh, so we yummy. will like Aww. do the husk, yeah, yeah, yeah. put oh it on God. the machine, like do the things. And everybody will cook in the morning uh, and then go home, change, put a better outfit. Yes. And then come back and share the meal. <gasps> uh, and dance. Yeah. And a lot of the dance was a lot of Selena. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Her a lot. And also at one point... Uh, my great aunt who passed away um, will say a story about the family with toys. So she will <sighs> sit us all when we were young and she will be like, I'm going to tell you a story about our family that is attached to this gift I'm going to give you. That's oh, so cool. Oh, that's so yeah. nice. That so that so for me cute. was like a big thing 
Also, yeah. as a person who tries to be a storyteller, to have somebody in my family yeah. that, first of all, great connections. Like, she was quick oh, connecting yes. things. Come through uh, to but you. to put it in a sentimental space, I was like, yeah, this is great. And then just culminate that exchange with the dance. Yeah. Uh, which we often talk in my boy band about this. Yes. We said <laughs> how important music is for latinx people mm -hmm. and how important it is that it's not learned through yeah. going to a class it's learned through generations yeah totally yes. i mean you look at any latinx church service uh baptism and i mean I, the last memory i have this was like a year or two ago but when my cousins were baptized it was a hispanic church service in ottawa and like it was a party like we were dancing we were singing and like i was just like oh if i had this growing up i might be a religious person because you do get that sense of community through music and through dancing and like you're all like vibing to the same rhythm like it's such it's like you can still be religious god loves you i no know matter. i can't <laughs> the whole show i'm just gonna try well, my, to I'm, gonna all of us. <laughs> I'm non practicing catholic it's still very much here honey the guilt Truly, is still here that's the thing catholic guilt catholic guilt never yeah. leaves you never i mean my mom went to like a catholic school in argentina where with scary nuns and I just grew up hearing those stories and just hearing, like, my abuelita, like, hiding crosses under my, like, Tia's beds and stuff. Oh and just, God, like, yeah. it oh always seemed God. like something, like, so, like, sinister. But obviously, I, I there are levels and layers to everything. But I love what you were saying about making the tamales with your family and everything. Because with my family, it's empanadas, because Argentina. Mm -hmm. And I just, like, the ritual of, like the afternoon making the food then everybody goes home and gets dressed yes. up so pretty and comes yes. back to eat it that and like i'm sure that's not just specific to like latinx culture but that is something about that feels very latino to me you know what mm -hmm. i mean like mm -hmm. we're gonna we're all covered in flour we're making food we're gossiping we're sipping mate because yes. it's argentinian and then like we're like okay bye and then everyone comes up and like all your tias are wearing red lipstick and gold hoops and yeah. the party started oh you guys are really <laughs> taking me down memory lane it's so nice how like i feel like not even just like culturally like like maybe this is even a regional thing, but like we, we kind of have the same practices. Like when I was younger, when my mom was throwing like a big birthday party or like there's a celebration or something, it was like all the aunts and uncles come over to the house, like we'll cook in the garage, in the kitchen, in the backyard. There are like three uh, different sections of cooking going on. Uh, and then we're done. Mm. We plate all the food. We keep it warm. All the aunties go home, get ready. Yes. And we all come back and just party and like drink and like listen to like our like traditional music and stuff like that. But like wow. these practices of celebration, like they pass on traditions and like yeah. um, the music that you listen to in these spaces are like, they influence so much of like what you think about yourself culturally or like what you understand culturally. I feel like sometimes from the outside looking in, like white people will be like, oh, that's just fine. But it's like, these are like rituals. Yeah, Like it's ritualistic. Yeah. And there's something that's very ritualistic about Selena and like, the way that um, we remember yes. her legacy also, I feel like. Oh, very and, that, yeah. And it's also how you care, because I feel uh, like as an immigrant to Canada and also a queer person, a lot of the traditions, even though I want to carry them, it's hard to translate them. Yeah. And also as, as a person who has now formed a chosen family from people from all over the world, trying to understand what traditions we can keep going and I think something that will never change is going to karaoke and singing <gasps> a Selena song like always singing yes, a Selena song yes. wherever you are singing yes. a Selena song yeah. it's for us like being like it's a moment <gasps> what? like uh, even behind me you can see como la flor see, see. <laughs> yeah. I was looking at yeah. it before it's so it's nice so I love it what, what would be your Selena karaoke song 
That's the sad thing, because here, <gasps> you only you can only find either como la flor or yeah. bidi bidi bonbon. Sometimes are more prohibido, which... Yeah. Uh, but my favorite one is called La Llamada. <gasps> oh. Have you heard it? I it's don't... like, it literally starts with a phone call. It's like, <gasps> clink, like somebody hangs up, and then it's her being like, no me vuelvas a llamar. <laughs> don't call me anymore. <laughs> Trying to explain. Like, it serves like a punch, like, oh, I saw God. you with her, and now I can see. <gasps> like, it's yes. her. And when I was younger, I was like, this is my karaoke song. And it's like, this... <laughs> 13 year old like I saw you with her like nobody has cheated on me ever yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, I will say so though perfect. there is no one at least with the imaginative emotional depth yeah. like a 13 year old so yeah. true mm-hmm. that's so true like I was mm-hmm. that age listening to music being like and I think I've said this before in the pod, being like, I can't wait till someone breaks my heart. Like, I can't wait till a boy leaves me crying in the rain. And I'm like, <laughs> he left me. Like, I can't oh wait. God. There's this video that's going viral on Twitter right now of this little black kid, this little girl. It's a video of her from when she was like 12 or something like that. And she's singing Keisha Cole's I Should Have uh, Cheated. And she's like, I should have gone to the club. And she's just like going off and I'm like, Girl, you are not allowed to go to the fucking club. What are you talking about? But yeah, like the inferred emotional understanding of preteens is really fucking funny. It's really sweet. So, it's so <laughs> funny, and the like the like um, equivalencies at that yeah. age are like really like my friend, like my mom lied to me and I can't go to the mall or whatever <laughs> is the same as like the biggest yeah. betrayal you could ever yeah, experience. Yeah, yeah, it really is. My friend <laughs> lied to me. Oh my god! No, sorry. Go. Have you go. ever heard? Have you ever heard the song that they did as a, ¿cómo se llama? As a tribute to Selena? No. No. No, no. por siempre Selena, you never heard. I love the song. Tu por siempre será Selena. There was like all this oh. Tejano artists came together. Oh my God. And wrote her a song when she died. And it was oh like. Oh my God. I did. Or, or she also has this duet, I forget his name, with another Tejano artist. And it's like just friends. And it's literally a, a whole story of like, I love you, but I love you, but we just keep like, let's just stay friends. And I'm like, what a nice. That is so nice. I love that. We need more. We need more like celebrity or like music relationships like that. We're like, listen, we just love each other's company outside right? of sex. Pure. That's like Dolly Parton yeah. and Kenny Rogers. They're just like, you, we look like we're fucking, but we're not. Oh my God. That's incredible. Did you have like. Do you have like a favorite Selena album? No, I love her everything she does. Cause like I, I love everything. I admittedly like truly only ever growing up experiencing one Selena album, and that was her first Selena. Truly, my mom would play that album. That was the only one I ever listened to. Monica, Aww. am I am I can't am I a canceled Latina? No. Also, okay. no, you can be whoever you want. I was like, I was like, if we're going to get into the politics of Latinx and Latino culture, we're going to go somewhere else. Let's go yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Truly. Um, but literally, because was it, is that, because she had like a band in that album. She had like, yeah, she had the Dinos. Yes, uh, yes, yes, yes. And then she went solo for a bit. But I think also people... I don't know if people know. Do you know the Cumbia Kings? Anyone? No. No. So Cumbia Kings. So after Selena died, which was really sad, which also if you ever in, in Corpus Christi, Texas, near where she shot uh, Biri Biri Bonbon, the music yeah. video, uh, there's a place called El Paseo de la Rosa. 
and it's like a sculpture of Selena, and then you walk yeah. near the ocean, and it's like all these things on her memory. That's Aww. so pretty. In English, that means and her museum. Path. That's so oh my beautiful. God. If, and the, path the museum of roses, is it, it feels oh. like Selena was really like that. very like culturally impactful. Like she was like the yeah. first like mainstream widespread. Um, representation of like an aspect of Latinx culture that like America and the rest of the world got to see. Like how, what, yeah. like how I, I often think about like what, how would pop music sound if she like had remains at the top? Cause like she was yeah. really killing it for a long time and like crossing into different cultural spaces. Like what do you think her career would have looked like if <sighs> it wasn't cut short? Wow. I also think it's three, it's like something that has happened. I think last year happened more. Or even after Despacito, you know how that song was like, reggaeton is pretty yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. And that every artist was like, like the Jonas brother would like, run, 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 yeah. run, 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 run. And you're like, oh, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, is this thing that I think it, it, it makes things like, yes, more mainstream, but then it's like, everything sounds the same. Yeah. So it's this thing of like. It's a weird, you're bringing up a really yeah. good point because growing up, I love reggaeton, but it was like, it was this thing where um, in the early 2000s, reggaeton artists and like black artists were collaborating heavily and there were a lot mm -hmm. of like dominicans and like um puerto rican people who were half black like um half half white half indigenous who were like making really good regga reggaeton music but it feels like the uh the most recent explosion we had of this genre was so weird because like people like mm -hmm. selena gomez were doing reggaeton <laughs> bitch what do you know about that genre like cardi b it made sense for her to be doing stuff j-lo got mm. into the mix it made sense <laughs> but there are certain people that hopped onto the train that i was like girl the flavor yeah. is just not there like yeah you know? <laughs> But then also, like, coming back to the band. Mm -hmm. So when, after Selena passed away, rest in peace, I love her forever. And Jackie was like, Selena, I love you wherever you are, if you're listening to the podcast. She is. <laughs> Selena's listening. Yeah. Uh, She's uh, a subscriber. She's a subscriber. <laughs> her brother started Los Cumbia Kings. Mm. And Los Cumbia Kings were, like, this big thing. You should listen to Los Cumbia Kings, because actually the first album was, like... Um, in honor of her so yeah, it starts with ab saying like this is for my sister selena whatever you are i love you but the music is quite nice and it's mm. like this techno cumbia reggaeton okay. But, uh, okay but it's it's so like if you have the time listen to los cumbia kings because it was like a boy band of of like cumbia man huh. but also a band like but also everybody played an instrument while some of them danced okay. like, that's hot it was like this this mixture also <gasps> just so you know because i grew uh, my family is in texas in corpus christi my aunt before she passed away she knew the family so she knew <gasps> suzette <gasps> And and my oh aunt my and my uncle were extras on the Selena. Stop, Bara. <gasps> no okay. way. Tell oh my God. Okay, oh we my need to God. know everything. Oh, speaking of the Selena movie, were you a fan of like the original with J Lo? What when did you watch that? <laughs> I like this. <laughs> because, because it was what for me it's like this is the thing that I think with everything that happens with Selena now and and the series and stuff. I think Selena, it's such an icon that I want her to stay an icon. Yeah. Like, I don't want to go in deep 
in her because I already know that she like struggle yeah. or and she wanted to be like a star and she worked really hard. That's beautiful. That's it. Keep live her like that. Don't touch her anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Especially like I feel like growing up especially because I'm so young it's like all of a lot of the conversation surrounding Selena was like just knowing that she had like died tragically while she was murdered and like that was always a part of it so I I felt growing up especially there was already she already kind of had like this murder status and you know like (laughs) you're freezing Catholicism Catholics we love our murders Um, what is he talking about Did you ever the image change on Selena being like? <laughs> he said hello, Catholicism. Danny, you there? <sighs> He'll re- rejoin. Um, but did you watch the most recent um, Selena biopic? How do you feel like about the it? How do you feel about the, it? The series, I think I, they should change it to be no. like. I, I had a lot of conversations with people about this. And it, it can be like Selena the sitcom, or it can be like. Selena's like A B and Abraham show. If you said it like as a biopic of yeah, bye bye, <laughs> as a bi as like as, as a, a thing of this is the family's version. Sell it to me like this is the family. Yes, version. yes, yes. And it also feels so far removed from the legacy of Selena at this point, where it's like people. I, I think when it was announced, some people were really excited. Like Shea Serrano, the writer, was really excited because he's Mexican. Um, but a lot of people were like, uh, they were like, it feels like her, this is a money grab for her estate. Um, and I feel like, I don't know, there are so many other stories that you could tell about Selena and like her cultural impact, but it's interesting how they remain adamant about recreating the original Selena movie, essentially. But it's just the thing, because for me it's like, if you didn't call it Selena and just call it like the, the Quintanilla family, yeah. then I love that. Because also Suzette's story, which she had like one episode when where somebody comes oh, to me like, can I have your autograph? And and she's like, she 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 is a, a, a fat, like Mexican uh, playing drums woman. What? Yeah. Like she's yeah. she's doing it. It's me. And people can see her because I when I was younger, I would be like, I love Suzette just because because I was, I was like, I was fat and she was fat. And I was like, oh, and we can do yeah. that. And I can be on stage yes. and I can be with all these people. Oh, yeah. fuck yeah. yeah. So yeah. that's like, that's what I think that is like, we, if they put that more yeah. of an emphasis yeah. on the, on the family, yes. then. That's a good point you make because it's like when you're such a strong pop sensation, you keep strong people, like good musicians around you and like, it's, we were talking with Ayaka before we spoke with you and we were talking about the collaborative aspect of music. And mm-hmm. Selena collaborated a lot with a lot of different artists. And it's weird that, I don't know, it's like there are so many different aspects of her collaborative career that you could explore and we keep, you know, like focusing on the tragedy. Yes. yes. And also in that series for me is like, also because I love this, if we're going to get into into like, stuff let's get into it for me is like the way that dad treated her and the brother was also portrayed like you can see that machismo culture was really bad but but in a way they're like good because it made selena but i was always like but you should talk about how weird it was that this man would be like 
you can't see any wine. You're only saying you do this and that. Yes, it brought well, perfection. That's part, of, but... that's part of her like tragedy too, is like there were warning signs, but like, and people went to Selena and she's like, oh no, I don't really like, I disagree. Like this, this woman's like a really big part of like my thing. And then they went to her dad and her dad went to her and she was like, you're always cutting me off from people. So she didn't trust him. <gasps> oh my God. Yeah. Not to say that it was no, her no, 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 no. Of course not. No, 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 no. Did, have yeah, you seen yeah. that meme that was circulating during the election where it's Selena and it says Latinos and then it's Yolanda and it says Latinos for Trump? Oh, yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> also, hi, I'm back. Hi, you're back. <laughs> um, literally, my internet stopped working. Oh, no. <laughs> we're back. We're on data, mamas. Oh, um, it's okay. I can afford it. Oh, she's rich. I, I, don't, I can't. I made that up. <laughs> I just don't want our listeners to be worried. But it really is like you were saying, and I hope I'm not um, repeating what's already been said. But it, it is interesting that a lot of um, Selena's like a lot of what we know about her revolves around like her the tragedy. And it seems it just seems so sad. Like if if any of us were like an artist, I mean, we're all artists anyway, but like, you know what I mean? If any of us like, God forbid, knock on wood, passed on, I feel like the last thing we'd want to be remembered for was like a tragic event. And we'd want to be remembered for like how we touched people's lives and like our body of work, which obviously so many people remember Selena for, but I feel like there's always kind of this like fetishistic like people love like a suicide. Oh my God. No, I almost said suicide. Weird. Um, they do love. They but they do love. I, that's suicide, what they homicide. do. Homicide. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They love. Yeah. They do. Like our culture loves that stuff, um, which is like not cool, I guess. But it really is. But yeah. So after she died, also something that happened is they wanted to bring a new Selena. Oh, oh. I didn't know this. Oh, no. so, her name was Jennifer Peña. She did like a duet with Cumbia Kings, and it was like Jennifer. I know. I think I, this is maybe really wrong because I don't know if it's true. But my aunt used to tell the stories because she know she knew them, and and it was like uh, A B. No, Abraham saw her. I don't know where she kind. If you search Jennifer Peña, she looks a little bit like Selena. <gasps> so it was this younger and also like solo artist. Uh, she got a song about like I don't want I want to wait until we're married to have sex yeah. <laughs> you should, it doesn't say that but it's like it's, yeah. I should wait yeah. I should wait for it That's until cute. you touch my body <laughs> but it it didn't really like yeah it didn't hit stick. Yeah. and then she kind of like disappeared nobody knew where she was and because my family in Texas it's like they love to go to this really big Christian church where they all like they do elaborate things to sing to jesus oh lovely uh, she he, uh, they were singing and then i looked jennifer peña was there singing to jesus <gasps> no. and i sent my all my friends in mexico me like oh my god jennifer peña loves jesus <laughs> <laughs> and everybody was like <laughs> <laughs> oh but you you should search jennifer peña because she actually looks like selena Whoa. and they tried but then people were like people were like it's too, yeah, too, it's too, too weird soon. yeah yeah but she did open the, the, I think after that, it was like in, in Cumbias Norteñas, you can see like we have Alicia Villarreal, uh, Priscila y sus balas de plata. Like you had other, other more groups that it was like 
a woman in the lead mm, mm-hmm, and the man mm-hmm, were the backup. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like that opened it to, mm. to all of them that you're like, oh, okay, okay. Yeah. This is how, how it should be. Like yeah. there's space for everyone. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah Cause yeah. I feel like, yeah, there is like a lot of much machismo and like, like all, like a lot of aspects of like Latinx entertainment. That's always kind of at the forefront of like, the woman is a more kind of like passive and docile and it's like the man is like at the front but it's like to have like a woman being the front for like a whole band and stuff like i feel like that's cool especially for like young girls seeing it like it's like yes i mean like i kind of feel bad for jennifer Pena because she probably like wanted like a, a genuine career in entertainment and like to have them be like well we're gonna try to like pass you off as like uh, a substitute for someone beloved who was taken too soon. Like, imagine being like set on that path. Like, you can't come back from that. Almost like you can never. You can't deliver what they're trying to give. She's good. She loves Jesus. Yeah. Jesus, for Jesus. She married another musician who I really like, and I think she literally just wanted like the quiet life. Like, she's also for Com- Corpus Christi, Texas. It was like a lot of similarities. She tried. Okay, yeah. Okay. Okay. She tried. But you know. Did, did you yeah. li- Did you listen to her music? Oh, you listened to her. Yeah. Song? Was she good? Should we of like course. listen? I love them. I love her okay. songs. Like she has a duet. Is like just hold me tight and kiss me sweet. Yeah. If just like if it was the first time, and they're in, uh. in like a carousel in the mall of Corpus Christi, Texas. Uh, so yeah. I was like, I've been there. <laughs> That's so cute. I love, yeah. I love it. It's love so that. it's so funny though that um, they would even attempt to kind of like do, try and be like this is yeah. kind of like a Selena because. Selena just she wasn't just talented, she had star power. Yes. Like there's this yeah. clip that keeps going viral of her foot? No. What? Is it the one that is shh when she goes shh? <gasps> I think it's no. I think it's the one where she's like in a field. Maybe she does do that. She's in a field and she's singing to somebody and she does this and then goes <gasps> oh, all the way back. Yes. Like Oh, and I every time I watch that it gives me chills. I'm like, she was a powerhouse. Like she was yeah. different. Like, yeah. you know, she really did have star. And like, I mean, I feel like you can't, there was like, like an energy, like a spark. Mm-hmm. Like she like, there's a spark, like her smile. And like, you really, I mean, it's so crazy to see, um, like biop, some people say biopics. I say biopics. Biopics, anyway. yeah. But, um, I know I was about to, anyway. But, Bionicles. Bionicles, that's what I wanted. That's what I really wanted. <laughs> that's what I really wanted to say. <laughs> but they're like seeing like the the fandom and like the frenzy that people had over at Selena, like the fans were like went crazy. And it's because like and you see old performances and you're like, oh, I get it. Like you want to be close to her. Like she has like this like She's it's magnetic. spiritual. Yeah. She's a and special so pretty. person. So pretty. Yeah, so beautiful. Bangs. You can tell she was a special, special person. Yeah. I love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, truly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But she was also really known for like how beautiful she was and her aesthetics. Mm-hmm. My favorite outfit that she ever wore was like that purple one. <gasps> uh, with the, the, the jumpsuit with the strappy yes! XC. Oh, yeah. she looks so I fucking can. good. That's my favorite outfit. The, Monica, what's, what uh, Monica and Ben and Aiden, what are your favorite Selena outfits? Do you have one? Oh my god! I mean, literally, when I think of like an iconic Selena outfit, I truly always picture that one. But I love, I love her look. It's on the cover of Selena, the album, and like, okay, let me just call it up real quick, cause she like is wearing like a wig or something, and like, 
she's kind of doing like a light nod to like indigeneity in Mexico here. It's very pretty, and the album. Sorry, you can't really see, it, but the album artwork is so yeah. simple, and like, and she's like, the skirt is just like, ah, uh, and she has like earrings and like gorgeous necklace. I always thought that was fierce, also because my mom had like short hair growing up, and I saw that short hair, and I always thought that she kind of looked like my mom. Aw, that's sweet, Benny. <laughs> I'm sure so you, many Latinx kids were like, Selena looks like my mom. My mom? <laughs> I love her bustiers. Mm. You look like she will wear a bustier. Uh, my, yes. my mom had a bustier. Yeah. So <laughs> that reminds me of my mom. <laughs> In a sexy, weird way. <laughs> no, but I feel like, I don't know, my mom and all my aunts are always being like, they look really nice, but always like uh, like cleavage yes or like there's always yeah. something sexy yes there has to be something yeah. a little sexy yeah 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 yes. yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah so busti- i want to get one day i'm gonna buy a bustier yes. wear it for pride oh my oh god. god if there's anyone who was like the queen of bustiers it was definitely selena mm-hmm. like she oh, rocked that truly oh. i want to wear I one it. now and that aesthetic's kind of coming back too now like a lot of <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah yeah a lot of people are wearing bustiers i feel like, like ariana teams. yeah because yeah. she's cosplaying yeah. as a Latinx woman. So. Truly, truly. Yeah. <laughs> I've said it before, I'll say it again. Like I remember finding uh, out Ariana Grande wasn't Latina, and I was like, okay. So yeah, yeah. lies are uh, being told. Lies are being told on TV every day. What, a, what about you, Aiden? Do you, do you have a favorite Selena look? Yeah, other than the purple one, the thing that I like think about her wearing the most, I don't know if it was the 94 or the 95 Grammys, but she's wearing this like white dress and it like huh. it kind of has like um it's a halter cut with like uh detailing that goes out this way that's like very like um oh my god I'm picturing it name? on yourself Maleficent mm-hmm. it kind of reminds me of but white and then it like goes around her neck as well so that it like holds it up mm-hmm. and the, the bodice is like all beaded <gasps> and then it like goes down and she has almost like a beehive with her bangs <gasps> oh, and then, like yes! loose tendrils I know down. that hair yes. for sure oh my god yeah. she looks amazing and she won no! <laughs> Aiden when you were describing that just listener Aiden was like describing it using his uh what's his part decollage or whatever and I was truly yeah. pic- I was picturing yeah. you Decolleté. De- 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 oh, De- uh, Brainer. Um, I was truly picturing Aiden in that dress. Like now I want nothing more to see Aiden in that dress with a Selena wig. Yes. Aiden. Well, it's because we have that iconic photo of Aiden in a wedding dress. So drunk, eyes so completely drunk. dead. In the comedy bar, comedy bar green room. Green room? Mitch Whirl. Monica, if you haven't seen this picture, I'll send it to you. It's so fun. It's literally me, like, no one is behind my eyes, like, holding up the ends of my dress, doing a twirl. <laughs> but you can tell, like, there's nothing behind your eyes, but your face, I'm like, he's having a great time. You're having a great time. <laughs> you just don't remember, you just don't know what you're doing. <laughs> there's joy there. Yeah, yeah there's oh some joy God. there. Oh, my God. I wonder, for people who are interested in getting into Selena, but are feeling like, oh, her legacy is so big, she has so much to explore, like, I don't know where to start, where would you recommend they start from? <gasps> I love that. I don't know. <laughs> For me, it's like, I don't know. How how are you feeling? Like, yeah. yeah. If, because I think she, what I like about her is like, she has many things of either we are falling in love or either we are falling out of love. 
we fall out of love because the love is over or we fall out of love because you did something and you know what you did and let me tell you about what you did or if you're falling in love for the first time and you're like every night like every night in all the world (laughs) so I think it depends on your mood I was gonna say it's the thing where I feel like there are some artists where like they create work in such like projects like it's all like very concepts thing themed so like you can start from the beginning and it'll make sense but what you're you're bringing up a good point there are some artists that just make shit based off of like you start from whatever mood you're you're in yeah that's like she has really good like breakup songs like i don't know if you heard si una vez (gasps) like the whole song is like also has like this more almost mariachi kind of feel yeah and it's literally her being like if i ever told you i love you i take it back (laughs) but it's like if i ever told you i love you i don't know what i thought i was crazy Yes. Like it's literally just that. I love that. Like, it's, yes. I love that. it's just that her being like, I told you, and I think uh. also, uh, I don't know because like when I met her when I was younger, so I didn't have a lot of like other reference, but it's seeing her being like as a woman that you can call out. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh. To be like, yeah, you did this, and I'm gonna tell everybody about it. I'm gonna sing about it. I love that. I, I love, love that. that. So you bring great. up a really good point with that. That she's. She's like going at, she's like, excuse me, um, (laughs) you think I didn't have the receipts? I have the letter you wrote. I have the receipts. I really, I really do stand an irreplaceable moment. I feel like, uh, (laughs) I love, sorry, no, 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 you go, you go. I was going to say, I love when a song, like the chorus of a song is like iconic parts of like an argument, Mm -hmm. like being like, if I ever told you I loved you, I I lied. I lied. Like, I never loved you. That's such a good bird. And your dick (laughs) is small. (laughs) and it was Um, but Monica if we had let's say we had a Ouija board right now and we're in the same and we're in the same room what and we're contacting Selena what would you say to her today I would just say I I already talked to her because you don't need a Ouija board you can pray to her (gasps) you're right you're right (laughs) you can ask Jesus to pass the message you're right you're right but I I don't know for me it's like I love her so much because of who she is for an artist but what she has done for my memories and my family oh that's beautiful like for for every memory she has given she has been a soundtrack to many memories of mine totally Uh, and I think that's the most beautiful thing an artist and a uh, music artist can do for you is to be a soundtrack <gasps> to parts of your life that are so ingrained with them. Uh, that's um, so beautiful. Absolutely. That's gorgeous. And we yeah. were, we were talking about this earlier about how we, li- we listen to music and we pretend we're in a movie, uh, but you're literally saying exactly that, how music is the, a soundtrack to whatever mood you're feeling, whatever adventure you're about to go on. Like you can curate that soundtrack and Selena, especially like you can't go to one Latinx wedding without hearing like bitty bitty bomb bomb. You know what I mean? Like no, without hearing techno cumbia uh, yeah. or carcacha. Yeah, techno cumbia is like because techno cumbia also explains to you how to dance. It's like te mueves para allá, like you move over yeah. there, you ah. move over there, and this is how you dance. Techno cumbia, like it's literally. It's like that. It's like a song for a party. It's like that song. It's I like a that. version of like you know how. Um, it's to like, the left. To the left. Bring Back it to back, the back now, now, y'all. y'all. One hop this time. time. It's like <laughs> turn it up. <laughs> it's like that, but with people with with um rhythm. Yeah, or oh, carcacha is just carcacha. for being like we're in this car that is 
like not working and then she's like oh we're moving we're moving in stop mm-hmm. <laughs> and like stuff like that so you're like yes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yes. I, I love it I love so that she that. really is like just the life of the party like her spirit is very invocative of like a party spirit yeah. like in Nigerian in Nigerian culture there are a lot of different orishas or like gods or goddesses that represent different aspects of like what life is like on earth so like there are gods that you pray to for money for fertility for like um youth um mm-hmm. and yeah like it feels like if she were nigerian people would attach like the there's this there's this like uh, orisha that represents party i can't remember what their name is right now but like it feels like if she were nigerian they'd attach that spirit to her and she'd become that. like not obviously not like a, a literal goddess that you pray to in the sense of the world word but like a rep, a, a representation yeah. of that spirit yeah. of that character that's um, so cool yeah i feel like it's it, i like speaking of nigeria i don't think she ever really had an influence in like African culture. I don't think African people really listen to her, but in black America, like black people love Selena. Black people love Selena. I feel like as much as like the Latinx community was like mourning when she passed away, black people were always like, damn, like we, we like collaboratively, there's probably a lot of room there for like that intersection of Latinx and like black American. For sure. Also that I think if, if I tell her something else, it will be like that. It's like, she has been a bridge for many like connections Uh because like even when I move here if I wanted to go to karaoke and sing a song in Spanish they will have like three options or if I will be like oh let's talk about Gloria Trevi uh, Shakira well Shakira (laughs) (laughs) or like Las Jeans like Mm -hmm. many other things people will be like I don't know but the moment I say Shakira people will be like Shakira no Shakira I mean Selena Selena like sorry Shakira was like, hello, hello. And I was like, get out of my body. Uh, yeah, but I was, I think she's also a bridge for many, many connections to just be like, oh, we can agree on, on her. Totally. On her, we can agree. And I think for a lot of, yeah. also for a lot of like people who, who aren't Latinx or whatever, a lot of like, a, like an introduction in a way to like Spanish, like I, I especially, and like Abba, what you were saying about the intersection in America with like black with black people and Latinx people, especially in America where I feel like Latinx people are more racialized, especially if you're Mexican, I feel like of course there was they would see themselves in like black people would see themselves in Selena as well. Cause she's experiencing a not not a similar experience, but not dissimilar to someone being like disenfranchised or being othered or not feeling seen. And it really, um, she really was like a bridge, and she was a bridge for like white people to be like, to be like, oh, like, because I'm sure like white people in their spare time aren't listening to like cumbia music or like bogata or like anything. So like to hear like someone singing pop in Spanish must have been like, okay, like, oh, I mean, this is my first time like maybe even hearing someone sing in Spanish, which is wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, and is there like, would you say, because we're we're getting close to the end here, would you say that there's like an artist who reminds you of Selena or like is you 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 get the spirit of Selena from them in this day and age or no, eh? Not really. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I think 
she is her and that's it nobody can touch her mm. you know, but it's like, <laughs> I, that's it. I think sometimes if I listen to uh, Alicia Villarreal which yeah. you may be like we don't know who she is, but she's nice <laughs> she's, uh, nice. she's uh, nice you know her as well in the beginning I'll be like oh okay Alicia like people that then do did more cumbias uh -huh. I'll be like yeah I also feel I heard this before was like people keep doing uh como se llama like tributes to yeah. her yeah, over okay. and over mm -hmm. again mm -hmm. that sometimes it's like it's okay it's okay you yeah. can do your own song like, if i want to hear a song by selena i don't want to hear it like made by you yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I, that. I, I want her so i don't think so but no and also her tombstone because i've seen it because my, uh, some of my family is buried in the same like oh, place wow. as her. Wow. Um, it's like her face, like <gasps> yeah. carved. It's like a huge oh, carving wow. of her face. Wow. My God. It's beautiful. Like uh, I tragically, I was there two different times uh, in like a, a weird amount of a time. Uh, and sorry. every time we will go there because it also gave us comfort as family to just go see also her tombstone yeah. and know that people from my family's close to where she yeah. is dying was like weirdly comforting. Yeah. Uh, but there's always flowers. <gasps> like always people just go and visit and like put fresh flowers for her. That so so beautiful. No one can be like Selena. And yeah. also no one should be like nobody else. Just be you yeah. and be happy. Yes, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> that is so, so Jennifer, true. if you're listening, if you're listening, stop it. Stop it. Oh, okay. my God. Cajate. Oh my God. Jennifer, cajate. Okay. Poor Jennifer. Oh. <laughs> I, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. I remember, I remember when um, Mac came out with, like, uh, oh, yes. a Selena line. Do you remember that a few years ago? A lot of people were really excited for that. I never got the chance to try it, but, I, like, I, I don't guess, I, I, don't, I wouldn't say I forget, but, like, obviously her music is so important that we talk about that first. But I feel like aesthetically, we already talked about her outfits, but she was just a beautiful, so beautiful person, like through and through. Yeah. But even still, like, I don't know if, if because of COVID it has changed, but in Texas, they used to do La Fiesta de la Flor, which was a whole festival dedicated to her. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And like my term is that it's over here. It's <laughs> like my sister, my sister lives in, in Texas. And like a lot of people, but but she went to Stripes. I don't know if you know Stripes. It's like their como what do we have here? Seven Eleven, okay, oh, okay, like okay, corner okay. store, okay. like really big popular like yeah. chain yeah. corner store. And this was they were giving, and this was like five years ago. Oh my god! So five years wow. ago, if you rushed to Stripes, you could get your Selena. So she's still like <laughs> commemorative. Yeah, to go to the fiesta oh. de la flor. That's so, so beautiful. It's like, wow. But even as I'm that. looking at this thermos with her face on it, she's so, she's so beautiful. Pretty. And what I really like about her beauty is that when you're looking at pictures of her that are in color, because she has a lot of black and white photos just because she photographs so well. Um, but she looks, she has a very like indigenous like face. Like yeah. her features are, um, I guess for that time especially too, would be like more unconventional in terms of like, um, uh, a pop star who was getting popular in the U.S. who wasn't black. Yeah. Um, a lot of like Madonna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Also, she was like, like the the American dream, like the fact that your parents did this sacrifice yeah. for you to have a better life and actually super deliver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. super deliver. You're right. Like, yeah. 
they did it like yeah. to be like uh, from generations to try to change uh like because you know how sometimes poverty is is passed yeah. upon or like certain things you just pass it on and to have somebody who be like the sacrifice was made for you to have a yes And you actually represent yeah. that you can make it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That was, I think that's big for a mm -hmm. lot of people who emigrated, yeah. who has emigrated and be like, oh, she did it. Like it yeah. took some generations. Yes. <laughs> But we're here. <laughs> But yeah. It really is. Oh my God. I want to go, I want to go, I want to go to, to Texas and see Fiesta del Flor. I want to see it. Just, Just wait a little. Wait a little. <laughs> <laughs> wait a little. With everything yeah. that has that has changed in power in the yeah, states, just, just totally. give it a second. Yeah, yeah. I'll give <laughs> your advice for sure. But oh my oh, god, I she it, she really was. That's I think that's why her audience was so. In well, I mean, not maybe not super international, but I why like white America liked her as well because like knowing her story, knowing that her parents immigrated. Like, and that she, like, they super delivered on the American dream. I feel like America loves stories like that. Like, America yes. loves the story of, like, coming from, they like, cyclical poverty story. to, like, being a, a pop star. People love that stuff. Because that's how they were created, but they don't talk yeah. about it. I feel like rarely now it's, like... We, we don't see that as much anymore. Pop stars have to become emerged as, like, this fully formed, like, I've been perfect all But along, you, you know? Well, we will talk about it all the time. Pop stars these days, like you could be from a like poor background and make it. And yeah. people wanted to see that. People t wanted to hear your story. They loved a Jackson 5 story. Yeah. But like even like now since the 90s, it's like there have been a lot of implants in the industry where like they have been groomed to be this big. They have been they the reason they're able to ascend to superstardom is because their parents already were making a lot of yeah. money as Taylor. Right, yeah. Taylor Swift. Even Beyonce, though. Beyonce is an incredible superpower, and the reason she works so hard is because she is a black woman who has to take the extra steps to make her work extremely tight, compact. But she, her parents were able to nurture her career ever since she was a little kid because they had yeah. money. They quit their It's careers to support her. Yeah. yeah. I think that's one of the conversations that also came up a lot last year. It was like the privilege of mm. art and who has the privilege to practice it yeah. and who doesn't and who has the privilege to actually hone their art like i used to make this joke that it was like when i move here and people would be like oh you're so brave because you move alone and i'm like no i'm privileged because i had the money yeah. to move like i i like yeah so brave mm, I'm so yeah. <laughs> you know how brave i am <laughs> but for me so so that bravery came with a lot of privilege <laughs> the privilege of having Parents that didn't want me to stay in Mexico, yeah. um, but also being like, hey, for the first year, two years, we'll do everything to support. Yeah. And that's the thing is like, it, it's not bad. Just acknowledge. Yeah, exactly. absolutely. Oh, my absolutely. God, Monica, that's, that's the thing. It. It's like mm -hmm. we can't change the fact that mm -hmm. you have this. So you have to figure out ways to use it for good, but also like acknowledge exactly. it. Like it's acknowledging isn't good or bad. It is a simple fact. Yeah, and know? it's it's yeah. so it's so strange that people have difficulty acknowledging their privilege because they feel like, oh, by doing so, it will discredit like whatever work I've done. And it's like, no, like yes, like you can still be talented and you can still be a hard worker, but it was just you can also acknowledge that. That it was easier and that you were able to, like, like you're saying, Monica, hone your craft. Like, I mean, I was able, like, my parents were paying for improv classes when I was a kid. Like, that's, like, I was afforded that privilege because my parents were like, yeah, like, you want to take improv classes? Sure. So many kids don't have that experience. And, like, 
it's like you just have to acknowledge like it's like yes you can be funny but also money honey money <laughs> and especially with pursuing comedy where it's like you put in so much, especially improv and and you put in so much money and it's not like and you got to, to do it to even just like get stage time and even like stand up it's like you need to you're cutting out time of your life to go pursue this thing that's not making you any money. So it's like, you do need to be at a position of privilege. Like if I wasn't living at home right now, I mean, well, it's COVID, but let's say th- shows are happening. I like, I, my parents, they pay for groceries. I don't pay rent here. So it's like, there's so many less things I have to stress about. So of course, like I can do a bunch of shows in a week or like I can do an improv show. Cause I get to come home. My parents are like, want some tea, honey. And it's like, I know I'm still talented, but it's like I have it a lot easier than so many of my other friends who are pursuing the exact same thing I'm doing in this city. And that's all. And I'm gorgeous. And that's privilege, too, if you're born gorgeous. And we're all born gorgeous, so I feel comfortable saying that. We're all beautiful, 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 beautiful people on this pod. But yeah. (laughs) That's really sweet. I mean it. Oh, my God. But... Oh, my God. I was just going to say... No, you go. Oh, talking about things that they also sell from Selena, because <laughs> yeah. I keep thinking about how mo- how monetized her yes. game is now. Yeah. And her... How do you Museo. Museum. Yeah. They're there. The world... The sí. word was there. Just, <laughs> uh, the Museum of Selena is literally like the recording house. Huh. So it's literally just a recording oh room. God. And when I I went with my mom, um, because my sister used to work Uh, there for a while, (laughs) but I went with my mom and I was like, oh, there's not like, it's a random like summer day in 2000 and something, 2013. I don't think people are going to be like lighting up. Oh, they were. Oh my God. It was a lineup of families, mostly like Latinx families. Like everybody speaks Spanish in their Uh little circles. (laughs) To line up just to see where the piano and the microphone where uh, Selena recorded all her wow. albums. But it's literally like a tiny house and then it's all the all her outfits are in <gasps> in like oh, this I like love glass that. boxes. Yeah. So you can see all her outfits and then it's the gift store that is like everything is yeah. $1,000 million. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like Selena touched this napkin. <laughs> <laughs> With her soul. A hundred million. A hundred million. And we're like... Yeah, I didn't buy anything because I was like, I want to have money for other things. (laughs) I was like, now that I'm an independent artist, I really think what I want to buy from other artists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God, where does that money go to? Where does all the Selena money go to? Doesn't it go to her estate? Uh, yeah, I think it's her, fam- like yeah. her family. Yeah, okay. Yeah, whoever's running her estate, which is probably her family, they get the money. Good. I don't know. I'm always scared because we learn about so many like money, like horror stories on this pod where we find out like, turns out this artist was never once paid. And you're like, no, TLC. I, TLC. I learned, I learned that I heard it. Yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah. I'm always scared. <laughs> I did my homework of hearing every episode. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> yeah, that's another thing. Monica is one of the biggest supporters she of this really podcast. Is. Every time we post anything on Facebook, she's like the first one to like. It's so kind. It's so sweet. We love the support. I'm a proud like mother <laughs> of 
<laughs> like for me, I have this thing that I think is really, I was thinking about it because I've been doing a bunch of workshops and stuff and I'm extremely positive, which it's good, but a lot of people dislike it so much. It's weird Why? that people dislike yeah. positivity. But for me, I'm always like, everything is going to be okay. Like no matter what. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, if I ever talk to you just once, but I really like, I want you to do well, I'll be like, let me like everything you do. Yeah. Let me watch every every bad dog show <laughs> online i will make a point of being like it's 7 p.m that's so good to yeah. Watch. Yeah. 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 yeah yeah no and and that's i think that's something that's very theater culture mm-hmm. too totally thespians are like that like we're always going to see each other's shows da, da, da. it's not the same in comedy comedians are very, but it's yeah. also it's also for me is the thing of like i might not have the money to support you yeah. but if i can give yes. you attention yes. i like a share it means the world i know That's a, like a lot of people have done it for yeah. me. Mm-hmm. And even when I started and I didn't know anyone in this country because I was so brave and I came out <laughs> <laughs> So brave. And and I was like, the, the fact that somebody took a minute to talk to me, a minute to explain to me where to apply to do comedy, where to apply to yeah. the theater, like that minute went a long <sighs> way. So I well. think that's the best way that you can do is like, if you can literally just share something, like something, watch one show like it goes a really long way truly so yeah oh my god that's beautifully put yeah that's a i i completely obviously agree it's truly it takes nothing to share or even just to like or comment and like i mean not to get all social media algorithm about it but it does it truly does help if you like share leave a review any of that stuff but i love what you said about how just a minute of kindness or just taking the time to help someone goes so much further for them than it does for you so always keep that in mind when you're being nice or something <laughs> but no i think that's, i truly think that's so sweet like that's so cute yeah i love yeah, that yeah oh i love it you should talk about um Uh, radio yes uh, in this same same yes 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 yes. tell us about it tell us what you talk about where we can find it so radio luna teatro it started first we me and camila diaz varela who's who's my co-host uh they are a beautiful musician artist creator in in toronto and they're mexican canadian too so a lot of mexicans um (laughs) But we started with Merendeando, which was a podcast where we just interview artists. And when we could gather, we'll give them food, like buy them oh. food. That, um, and we'll just eat and talk and oh, talk, so talk about your that. art. That's Abba's kind of podcast. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I well, love we'll, you. We'll, we'll, we'll like prepare a meal for you and then we'll talk. Uh, and now it has grown into, we have three different streams. It might change next season because we're adapting to a lot of stuff. But we have Merendeando, which interview, lately we have done a lot of international artists because that was an opportunity mm-hmm. that opened with going more digital. So we talked to many artists, mostly that also have a, a connection with building community because we mostly think that art, art like artistic ways is a way to build community, a way to mm-hmm. educate and like being artful, but also uh, build people around you and make them feel like more seen, more mm-hmm. welcome. Uh, and then we go, we have the conversatorios, which are 
talks that we had had in our past festivals, Aluna Theater Festival has Rutas o Caminos. Caminos is more local new artists. It's a 20, you have 20 minute piece you show. You have a lot of feedback. It's really beautiful. And Rutas is mostly artists from uh, other parts of the uh, world bringing their shows in their original uh, language cool. to people in, in Toronto. Uh, we mostly partner with Native Earth, uh, which is also amazing. Cool. Uh, yeah, and they and we have the conversations from those places. Last year, last season, we had um, biculturalism, which was like the power of translation and 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 uh, speaking and all uh, that stuff. And we also had um, I can't remember the name, but we were talking about how the treaties for uh, First Nations were, were like not good, yes. and how they're still related, yeah, yeah. and how we're still like trying to use that word that I we're ever using, but reconciliation, mm. uh, what does it mean? Mm. So we have conversations that were made by people who are like, this is their forte to speak about really, really, really also smart things that I sometimes when I edit, I'm like, oh, no. yeah, totally. <laughs> and then we have the studio series where we invite artists to the Alunet studio to present works in progress in a audio way which we started last season, but it was really interesting because it's like, how do you translate your whole theater show into just audio? And and that's it. Like That's so cool. Which was really, really interesting. And we also let people talk about process because I think right now what you can really focus on is the process that artists are having and how much uh, actually, how much information and like, richness you lose when you don't talk about <sighs> the process. Yes. Because the process of an artist is like, can go many ways and it can bring so many conversation. So we talk, we do that. And from there, my show came back, which is the Cunning Linguist, yes. which you can still <laughs> listen to. Uh, <laughs> and it's about uh, Monica. Well, uh, I really thought about the <laughs> character's name. Uh, but it's based on, on my life. And it's about when I moved to Toronto and learning. It started mostly me, me learning about sex because I realized I didn't know anything about sex. <laughs> Uh, and, and God, uh, we call him Yosito. He's like a character in my show. So it actually, it, the whole journey is like God telling me like, this is, sex is okay. Like yeah. masturbation is okay. Pleasure is not a yeah. sin. <laughs> like <laughs> it's a lot that. of like religion with, uh, with uh, immigration, with uh, how complicated family relationships are. Yeah. So we have that, but yeah, but Radio Luna Theater is, it's, it's an amazing uh, platform. We try to reach out to a lot of artists and really talk about what they like and what they want and what they do. That's incredible. Uh, so give it a listen and you are oh all my invited. God. Aww, Happy to oh accept. We'll email. Yeah. You got it. Yes, Seriously, yes, yes. Radio Luna, that's how, Radio Luna, like you guys are doing such cool stuff. Like, I mean, especially considering like you're saying in COVID, you have this opportunity to now bring in all these projects from all over the world in their native languages that's an opportunity that you like might not get when covid is over so check out radio luna like ahora and also okay spanish speakers know that yosito yosito is a hilarious name so that is yosito that's you should be very proud of that because that gave me a little tickle that is check out everything radio luna does yeah. because i'm yeah. I can't wait to. That sounds so cool. Yeah, yeah. I think you're one of the only people where my theater life and my comedy life crosses yeah. over, because I haven't done I haven't done too much theater in the last year. But um, whenever I see you posting stuff about Aluna, I'm like, oh my god, oh yeah, I know those people that you're working with. <laughs> yeah. 
But you know, so what is really like interesting, uh, and I, I was telling you before we started, like I've been doing this writing workshop and a lot of it, we're doing this method called the Fornes method that you should look up because she's a Cuban uh, woman who moved to New York and she literally was like a master on uh. writing theater shows. Like she, like an amazing, also queer uh. immigrant, like, okay. um, and it's a lot of prompts like you're you're writing we write for four hours almost four hours straight but it's like wow you're writing and then it's like put this word in or like this there's Ah. this object and i'm like my improv training is so useful like as a writer i think people don't Mm -hmm. think about how important comedy Mm -hmm. training and improv training is when you try to translate it to yes, anything you write. Of yes, course. It's so like I that's how mm-hmm. I write now. I improvise. Mm. I, I can't just look at the <sighs> I can never I have to talk to myself. Like I act out the scene like I'm Abba, the character. Absolutely the like, best writing advice I ever got was someone being like, Ben, if you have trouble writing dialogue, just like do it like as an improv scene. Just like don't write. Just like talk to yourself and do like and that best advice. And there's a reason why people from all facets of like the creative world or even outside of the creative world take improv classes because it genuinely just like makes you more well-rounded. In- improv is literally beaten out of us. Like not literally, but <laughs> improv is like beaten out of us. It's like you, you should everything should be rehearsed. You should know what to say. Yeah. And this is the script and da 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 da. But improvisation and like being funny like everyone is taught not to be the class clown but like having that quickness that sharpness is so integral to like any type of conversation or relationship you're like developing with people you don't know truly so a hundred percent yeah oh amazing thank you so much for being on the podcast thank you so much for talking about your work and also talking about selena it's gonna be i'm so excited for people to hear this episode um tell us one more time where we can find you on social uh, at Monica Garrido H. Like, <laughs> H. <laughs> on Instagram. I, you know, I was thinking about this because when you're like, when people pronounce your name and I'm like, be grateful I only put two names because my name is Monica Alejandra Garrido. See, sí, Monica, yo también. Benjamin Eduardo Sosa Centeno, right? Like, it's like, you're lucky I'm just giving you the so, Ben Sosa right because, yeah, honey, yeah, this yeah, could, yeah. we could be here all day. But yeah. yeah. Oh. You can find me Monica Garrido H and also my boy band, which is Boy Band yes. the Boy Band. Yeah. You can find us on social oh media. God. Amazing. Oh. Oh, thank you so much. Uh, and don't forget to subscribe to Nostalgique. Don't forget to subscribe to... Oh, my God. Why am I... What? Why are you guys doing no, that? No, I was just copying Monica. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm done. So just... <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Monica was covering her mouth so dramatically as if we had told her to... You, If you peep one word, we are deleting this your audio. <laughs> I'm I was doing the demon voice. I thought my no, computer was that demon is just audio. for me. That demon is just oh, for me. Oh, God. Well, it's <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. Yes, don't forget to subscribe to both podcasts. Yes. Follow us on all social medias. Um, and yeah, thanks for so much for being here. And I love you all. And oh, We yeah. love you so much. And leave a rating. Love like we're you. saying, leave a rating. It helps a lot. Just click yes, five stars. Yes. It won't kill ya. It won't kill ya. Right. Okay. Bye. 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 Okay, so you've been listening to Abba. And you've been listening to Beth.
This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network.